Hey, how's it going? Welcome to Pro Football Ireland. Michael McQuinn, Mark Hogan, uh, no, no Michaela this time as we're going through a few interesting topics that uh, we have defined interest in. Uh, we're sitting here now basically in March. Um, one month down, Mark. We're, we're getting closer to, we're getting closer to free agency, we're getting, we're getting closer to the draft. How's the form hiding? First one that we've jumped on, jumped on together since Media Row, so it has a lot to deliver on. But uh, coming into this podcast, it was one that I, I don't know, was it close to my heart or something? I felt a lot of pressure to get it right when I was doing my notes up. Yeah, and this it's gonna be an it's, it's it's gonna be an interesting podcast because it's it's something that I've never seen before. I've never done this before, so it's it's gonna be a crack. Basically, we are gonna have a bit of crack on this podcast, do something different because it's silly season, and you know, I know you don't want to talk about like what GMs are saying at the combine and who ran a four point one one or whatever. Like, it's not that I don't care, but like. There's no football being played in September. I care more about free agency. I obviously care about the combine and the great work that's being done in Indianapolis and stuff, but it's just not the same. So uh, we don't want to bore you with that boring content. Obviously, if we do get something, we will, we will send it to you. But um, Best place for it is Twitter, isn't it? It's kind of one of those yeah. things that like the combine is so difficult. If, if you're not there, you're only rehashing someone else's uh, We're definitely news. We're going there next can... year, mate. 100%. Uh, yeah, I would love to. They say that it's such a setup, especially for like, we enjoyed Media Row so much in um, Arizona this year because, yeah, you're bumping shoulders with people and you're, you know, putting your face to their or your name to their face or whatever the expression is. They get to know. <laughs> <laughs> they get to know what your name is is what I'm trying to say but like apparently it is serious crack over there but uh, I don't know con- considering that we use up as many days as we did holiday days from our own jobs on the Super Bowl I don't know do I have another week to take <laughs> what three weeks later and then maybe for the draft soon after that do it for crack do it for crack right anyway uh, so this is being recorded at the end of February in case people are wondering in case that I don't know in case like Aaron Rodgers retires and I'm waiting for a podcast this is a bit of crack can you t- explain to the listeners and the viewers on the real uh, Mark what are we doing here what's the crack tell me the crack I had a bright idea it, the seed was planted around Christmas time when we had Potty Clifford on and we asked him the question, which Steeders player, he's a Steeders fan, which Pittsburgh Steeders player would he like to have to play alongside? And he put Minka Fitzpatrick in centre back. And it just sparked an idea for me. If you had an all NFL GA team, how would it look? So, uh, hey, look, there might be listeners to this that aren't GA fans. We're going for a super niche, the GA fan that also loves the NFL. Do you know what, though? Hi, you see, see if there isn't. Um... Let, we will openly try and do it with soccer and rugby as well at some point if not this off season we will try and do it in the future um, and we'll have a bit of crack with that because I know if there are people that maybe don't watch the ga, we will try and do rugby or, um, or or soccer or any other sport that is on this island this beautiful island that we call home uh, Mark for your sins you're a Kildare man I mean outside of, <laughs> outside of Brady family ham, I mean is, is there much going on in Kildare oh, I, I, I haven't been there since Oxygen 2011 to be fair like in terms of the GA or in terms of the county, the GA. Just generally, like, it doesn't seem like there's much going on. <laughs> well, no, that's it. I, you know, I, I often say it comes up too often that Selbridge, where I'm from, is to Kildare for Dublin and to Dublin for Kildare. The accent is like I'm from Kildare, which is why I think it's so funny when Michaela gives out sometimes calling me a culture. It's like I'm probably only 20 minutes away from where you live. But uh, what's going on? I, I don't know. I, I'm a proud Kildare man, but yeah, the south of the county and 
even the north of the county i don't know what is going on anymore around there we've basically got the same jersey because i'm a troll man obviously people listen to this i mean you got what six options if you hear my accent to be fair um probably three with my accent i'm not from antrim anyway uh, i'm from Toronto, obviously uh apparently mark the most hated county in ireland and i don't know why that is we're not bad people um we're just good at football and by the time this is going out, Tyrone could be relegated from the National League. So as you say, nothing. But um, I'm I'm interested to hear your selections for this. But I think let's let's just go like maybe we'll go goalkeeper, then we'll go like right cornerback, fullback, left cornerback, and then we'll go right halfback. We'll go midfielders, half forward, then corner forward, full forward, etc. Um, well, centre forward, depending on what part of Ireland you're from, if you want to call it that. Let's start off with goalkeepers. Now, I genuinely have no idea who you're going to pick as a goalkeeper. Who's the best goalkeeper in the gap for you? For me, it's Rory Beggan. Hands down. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. Um, I think he was better two or three years ago than perhaps last year. Uh, I know what Kerry's goalkeeper got the All-Star last year for, yeah, I don't know, kind of swings and roundabouts. And, you know, it actually influenced my first pick. I loved seeing Ethan Rafferty last year for Armagh, his kind of outfield role that he was able to adopt. Um, I know it's not for everyone to see that kind of coming into the game. I know Began does it a bit or a little bit. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, so my, my pick for goalkeeper in that vein is Justin Tucker. Now, Justin, Justin Tucker T- is a keeper in the gap. Yeah. So I, I wanted someone nimble enough. I don't know. Justin Tucker, I think, actually looks like Ethan Rafferty a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, maybe that's maybe that comp is going too far. There's but your TikTok loved, wheel right there. I, <laughs> yeah, but I, it's also that Justin Tucker, can you think of him taking both your freeze and your 45s? They're going to become automatic. And your kickouts, you should be pretty good now. I'm going to get into my midfield strategy later on with some ball catching hawks. But yeah, I think I like uh, putting Justin Tucker in as my um, just because you have to have a play. That's that's how you have to have someone nimble. I was thinking about um, Randy Bullock because I was thinking size. I wanted Ooh. a big, massive goalkeeper, but I was thinking the GA is kind of coming away from that a bit. You need to be. Um, I'm, I'm thinking of Galway's goalkeeper last year. He's a big guy, but he's a bit slow and he's getting a bit slagged then. Or not slag, but you know, people are um, questioning it a little bit. So yeah, I've gone for a kind of a skinnier goalkeeper with Justin Tucker, but he's nice and agile. Yeah, it's it's more athletic, I guess, isn't it? Like you're talking there about like about, about Rory Beggan and different lads like Shane Ryan, for example, lads that are um more athletic to the point where they're not afraid to run half the field. And I, I still haven't decided how I like that. For example, I was at the Derry game last year in Crook Park against Galway, and I think they got caught they got caught uh, with the keeper at the halfway line. So it's one thing. So I've I've picked a kicker as well. I've picked Harrison Bucker on 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 that presumption of like Imagine you need someone that can hit that that can hit it from the forty five or even fifty, uh, to get a point to even up the game to take it to a backhander replay money under the table sort of replay and a well I don't even know if they're still doing replays anymore anyway is 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 that back but um, <laughs> Harrison Butker um, he's clutch you know he's he's the lad that you would want and he's like any kicker should potentially be able to hit a 45 surely so i'll i'll just take it at that and leave it at that but um it's so it's funny hard. You, like, 
It's so funny that you had the goal or the kicker. I was late in thinking about that. When I picked my team, I actually probably had a couple of too many, like one too many drafts. Like I took this probably a bit too seriously, but I had missed the trick on having a kicker. And it went through my head. I was like, I have to get a kicker onto the team somehow. There's only one place and it's going to be goalkeeper. So um, I had a big man in goal. I took him out for Justin Tucker. But it's funny that you were straight in with Harrison Booker. It's a good choice. Although I, I think you have to go for the safest one. Be Justin Tucker. I think you're mad picking a kicker other than him. <laughs> I'm hoping to get Harrison on the podcast in April. That's the plan. So leave it with and me. And we can ask him how he fare uh, on a GA pitch in Crow Park. Well, he's played in the Aviva, so all he has to do is play in the Cougar, and he's he's, he's done both. Right, let's... Um, right cornerback, fullback, left cornerback. I, I'll give mine. And I've openly took the piss here, frankly. I've just got beasts or... I wanted to try something different. So fullback, I've got Aaron Donald. <laughs> Just imagine him sitting the full back to start <laughs> the big lot. And then right cornerback, I've got Megan Fitzpatrick. And left cornerback, I've got Anton Winfield Jr. I just thought, all right, a ah. little bit of speed there. Keeper down the line if needs be. I'm thinking like with Anton Winfield Jr., I'm thinking, well, if I'm like Chrissy McKagan, there I am like, right, well, how can you open up a game a bit? But um, I'm sticking by that. I'm, 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 we, we'll look at the next line in the wee second, but my, mine are ridiculous picks. But I can just imagine them lining out a croaker. And going, what and under hell are we doing here? Like it'd just be hilarious. Yours isn't a too dissimilar train of thought than my own, except bar the Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald's too big for GA Pete. He's grand. He's a see, big boy, baby grand. See, they're supreme athletic freaks that he absolutely would dominate in the sport but I'm kind of thinking this as if the NFL put four GA teams and you will come up against you know similarly athletic players. But I Instead of Aaron Donald, I look for a player that is proven to be um, a ball carrier, I guess. So uh, my full back line is cornerback Travis Kelsey, fullback Derek Henry, and my other Ooh. corner, I put, I put Sauce Gardner. I, I hope that's a new that you're realizing your mistake there, that you have to put Derek Henry. Imagine, imagine a high ball goes in. It's the All-Ireland. The opposition needs a goal. And you have Derek Henry ready to clean up in there. He comes bursting out with it. But the thing uh, is, can he solo? I don't know if he can. He, he can see, run, but can he solo? This has got to be throughout the throughout the podcast. I'm going to put an asterisk next to every name. Be like, I don't know if they can kick the ball. Apart from Justin Tucker, I don't know if any can kick the ball. I can imagine some of these kicking the ball. Like the likes of Sauce Gardner I have in there because... And this is a conversation that we're going to keep on having because he was originally in my full forward line. But oh. I do think that he'd be able to sweep up and um, play when the ball is coming into him. But I do like him kind of as Lee Keegan, uh, how he was at their man marker when he was put into the corner, into the cornerback position for Mayo. And he's also a bit of an instigator that he might be able to roll some people up. I imagine South Gardner is going to be more in your face, in our faces as his uh, career goes on. So I had had a, a quite a heavy full back line, but I, I said Sauce has to go in there, especially for like short free kicks are becoming so prominent in the GAA that it's going to just go to him every single time. <laughs> I'm I'm really interested because I have I do have Travis Kelsey mentioned at some different point of the field. So uh, interesting. Right, right half back, center half back, left half back. <laughs> I I have Justin Simmons in at right half back just for the sheer crack on thinking, right? How how can he command that part of the field? But then also, like you said a minute ago, like Derek Henry, if he needs to run or get down the field, how how can he do it? He can wreck boys as well. Um left half back. <laughs> Talanoa Hufanga, just because the Niners fans would probably kill me if I didn't have him in. But I, I can imagine Hufanga lining up, standing when the Anthems are playing, having a bit of crack. Um, 
And this is probably the most outrageous pick in the whole one for me. It's JJ Wallace center off back. Oh, you're crazy. <laughs> you're mad. Because... Imagine JJ Watt playing at center half back. Lads, right up, massive lad. Like, imagine that there. But I can, on parties, on the uh, podcast with Potty, <laughs> he actually said we he couldn't have TJ Watt because TJ Watt was too big. So JJ is even bigger than his younger brother by the look. The, he can slim down a wee bit though because he's not playing full time. He's, he's an amateur. That's the thing. Then yeah. again, he's playing for Dublin. Potentially, he he probably would be a pro. So that was to rile up anybody from Dublin listening to this podcast. It was a joke. But if he's like playing for like Tyrone or Kildare or Donegal and he works for like PWC or something. He'll be grand. Do you know, like, he can slim down a bit. He'll get his lunches delivered to him. I just imagine, like, I'm thinking about, like, Tag Morley playing in that position. I can imagine a soup down wee bit of JJ Watt just just, just controlling it. I, I'm really interested to hear your thoughts on this. I, I, I was going to say, have you named yours or do we have to go to midfield? Or... No, I have to go for my halfback. It. So it. it's, it's funny because I have a safety in here as well with Jordan Poyer as my number five. I don't think um, it's bad, though. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I wasn't gonna do any one under six foot, so Poyer comes in just on the just on the six foot margin. Um, I have Minka Fitzpatrick as my centre back because I just trusted Potty Clifford's analysis on that that Jeff's won him there, and then I put Debo Samuel. I had to fit him somewhere in the team, and I think he's a good man to uh, start your attack from. Left uh, Yeah, because I can just think of all the jet sweeps and the motion that you see <laughs> him doing that should well that should translate to the JPL, right? It's funny how I've put Hafanga in at left half back and you've put in Debo. It's just funny, like the difference. It's interesting, right? Um, midfielders. This is where it's going to get interesting. I've put the two tight ends in for the sheer crack. Now, I know you're thinking like the guy, like, you know, you've got Killian McDade. You've got like Ryan O'Neill, right? Like lads that are predators. <laughs> I've been in Travis Kelsey and George Kittle. Just in the sense of Kittle the freak. Kelsey knows the crack. I can imagine the lads catching the ball at the halfway line in Crooker and just taking it with them and wrecking the place and hitting points for the crack. I genuinely, or hitting it into the box and these bit. I can literally picture Travis Kelsey lining out for Russ Common in the National League. I I can just imagine him on a cold, cold day in Rossi's. He heads the centre beforehand, gets a chicken full of roll, and rocks in and and wrecks the place. That's that's what I can. And this is the type of off season elite content that we need at the minute because there's no there's no football. Uh, yeah, I'm in, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. The the image of those two tight ends competing for the opposition's kick out and coming down with the ball. It's like you're gonna have to go short every single time if they're gonna be going up for it. Not dissimilarly, I've gone for a big cat pass catcher in my midfield. I've put Justin Jefferson in there purely because we need to win our own kickouts every single time. That's interesting. Yes, yeah, it was just an I, his pass catching ability is why I put him in there. But he's my number nine, my number eight midfielder, my star midfielder is um, Josh Allen. We oh, know finally that jo- a quarterback. Finally, it only took us sixteen players, but we got a quarterback. So like, my, my my quarterbacks are definitely coming. I have another one. I have one more in my team, but you have to put him there because he. You know, he, he's going to orchestrate the whole game from that position. We know that he's mobile, but he's also tall enough. So I think I'm giving pass casting duties a bit like how Kevin Feedy for Calair is an absolute stud at catching the ball and get so many marks from the kickouts and just extends Calair's play that they can always go long or short. And he's so consistent in getting up and catching. That's my Justin Jefferson um, idea. 
that I'm going for that. And then Josh Allen's like, yeah, your quarterback, you want him in the center of the field, kind of deciding, dictating how things go. So yeah, I'm I'm surprised you haven't got a quarterback in yet. I don't have a quarterback in my team at all, but I will say now that, and that's I know that's a shock to some people, but I will say as a customary or um, just a note, you could imagine Derek Carr having a Kevin Donahue or a Kieran Donahue sort of role um, at some point, just just rocking on with twenty minutes to go and and again wrecking the place for carriers. Oh, we had like. subs. See for me, my um, we, my comp- we definitely should have done subs. It's my bad. Oh, I, we should have. You know, there's I, I I love how the comps are coming left, right, and centre. My comp for Josh Allen is Brian Fenton. Oh, <laughs> oh, Fenton. <laughs> um, right here, I have went all running back for half forwards. All. Um, in the sense of you need a bit of speed and a bit of like, like these boys are built up, right? Like I was standing beside one of these boys a few weeks ago, and I was like, Jesus, imagine that boy playing the guy, like right, right half forward. <laughs> I feel crazy already since Joe Mixon as right half forward for the crack, just in the sense of his speed, his agility. Najee Harris, center half forward. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually quite tall in real life maybe I'm just very small um, and then Austin Eckler left half forward Austin Eckler would be a wee buzz high on the field imagine what he'd be able to do if he was playing GA like, and I'm talking football over her and the lad could run rings around boys I have gone for the exact same thought process uh, I wanted speed but I also wanted yak monsters yard after catch monsters I've gone Tyreek Hill Lamar Jackson and Cooper Cup. Lamar so, Jackson Lamar Jeez. pulls the strings. He pulls the strings. What better place to have him than well, Central Park? Well, play, though. That's the only thing. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's an amateur sport. He can, yeah. pick out a, he can pick out a serious pass or he runs the ball. So that's why he's so perfect as your as your centre forward because you don't know what you're going to get with him. He, he can decide any number of which ways for an attack to begin. And then, yeah, those Yak Monsters, Cooper Cup and Tyreek Hill on the wing. I don't think there's any beating them. I think they're actually an upgrade over your running backs. Hmm. Do you think you've got a better team than me so far? Uh, I had the benefit of seeing your team before you saw mine. <laughs> this is your yours. Your reactions are natural. Uh, you have not seen my team. I have seen part of yours. I so sat for I like first, an hour looking over this going right. Well, I I've been doing it on the bus the last couple of mornings. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um. Let's round this up. Corner forward, center forward, uh, full forward. Sorry. Uh, full forward, Stefan Diggs. No, I, I'm even questioning my decision to put Stefan Diggs full forward at the minute now. Right corner forward, AJ Brown, because he's a beast. Left corner forward, Tyreek Hill. So not too far off. I think you get Tyreek Hill as half forward, left half forward. So um, just his speed and his, like, I mean, like, frankly, if you had Tyreek Hill on one side and AJ Brown on the other side and firing it into Stefan Diggs in the middle, he'd be grand. And I almost look at Joe Mixon almost in that same sort of, like, elite Owen Mulligan type build. So I'm I'm very happy with my uh offense. I'm very happy with my defense. And I'm also very happy with my goalkeeper. I'm gonna think while you explain your forward line, I'm gonna think on who the, the banister is. Because that's that's a big oh big God, decision yeah. that we haven't talked about yet. So go for it, mate. 
I haven't even thought of it. Uh, this is, uh, you know, you say defense there. I was like, well, now that we're talking GA, we can call it defense again. I'm surprised it's taken how many minutes into this podcast before <laughs> one of us stumbled into the defense. But this is the first line that we have a similar player. And I have AJ Brown, but he's my full forward because he's just such a big wide receiver, like a big bodied wide receiver. I want you be, to be able to launch the ball into him. He is a Damien Comer that's able to, while everyone else drops back, he is able you mentioned the Derry game when that was the goal when they kind of got caught out because Damien Comer was waiting so deep and a long ball was given in that's why I have my AJ Brown up there I think you've wasted Tyreek Hill's speed in the corner a little bit that's why I have him out on the wing but uh, my corner forwards are Jair Alexander and Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey originally lost out in my team to Cooper Cup because I was going to put them on the wing, but Cooper Cup is three inches taller. So I said, yeah, I'm going to pick the height. But then my policy was a bit more that I didn't want a lot of the big defensive guys. So I actually had Nick Bosa originally in my full back line. I said, this isn't oh, early right enough, to, yeah. I, I said, this isn't early 2000 football anymore. Like the, the big stocky just big boys are gone out of the game a little bit so Nick Bosa was out sauce dropped back to my cornerback and then I was able to fit CMC into my corner forward and then yeah it kind of I, 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 I don't know see I was struggling with where to place the cornerbacks because just thinking of where they usually are it's kind of far away or further away from the ball they do a lot of ball watching but then they're mm-hmm. re- so I, well able to react that yeah I like having a cornerback in my back line like sauce to kind of sweep up play when it's being defended but equally I think if you have someone as solid as Jair Alexander in there and um, that it could work well even <laughs> this is so ridiculous because I I'm trying to give some serious analysis and I just had to stop myself because I'm like Mark <laughs> you don't need to start bringing up his stats from 2022 <laughs> do you know what we'll do we'll uh, we'll scrap the whole idea forward and just put Dark Hanovan in by himself it'll be grand had to get the true element into this because they're still going to win Sam this year see all these haters and stuff at the minute by the way if anybody on this uh, podcast network does work for Alliance do give us a shout because we, we well I don't think Mark will need your help at, at the end of the football season but you know potentially I'm joking oh, Mark I'm joking <laughs> anywho <laughs> anywho anywho uh, right Bannister manager for anyone listening going what the hell are these boys talking about do you know what I was going to say Kyle Shanahan um, I'd love to see Rory Gallagher with these boys just like imagine Roy Gallagher who has a Tampa Bay Buccaneers hat, right? By the way, while I'm here, big thanks to the Cosway Giants for the free hat and, and good luck this season to all, to all those boys. But um, Roy Gallagher was playing, God, was it Tyrone or Armad for you know, obviously with Derry coaching Derry over um, in the Mechanic Cup in January in Ulster and he had a Bucks hat on and I put it out at the time going oh my god is Rory Gallagher a big Bucks fan and anyone that doesn't watch GA doesn't know how mad Gallagher is he spits in his hands and he gets all excited and annoyed and stuff I'd love to see him uh, coach this team if we have to pick an NFL coach I, I will say Kyle Shanahan just I- I'd be interested to see what he would get out of these lads but I-, I do think though I think you have to pick a GA manager I do because I think it's hard to yeah uh, so I'm going to say Rory Gallagher or Big Mal Big Mal here, work the legend that he is, future Trump manager. You can pick whoever you want to go on the graphic mark, but that's that's my selection. If yeah, look, it's it makes no sense because I feel like GA is too primitive of a sport to mention in mind like Sean McVay or Carl Shannon. I just don't Mickey think Hart. that they're <laughs> and they're too offensively driven. I think if I was to name an NFL head coach, it'd be Dan Campbell. 
I think that he, I, oh, I don't know. I think that's his, good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, what is it about him? It just his uh, his passion probably is. You know, GA is so about the passion that you want to get the most. You passion can imagine him picking up all the cones at the end of practice. Yeah, like, right. He he has the right look of a GA manager, uh, really. And then um, if I was to pick. A, a county manager, I would probably go for Kieran McGee because he has been all about strength for years, between, whether it's Calair or Armagh. And no, imagine you're giving them the strongest athletes in the world. <laughs> oh, man. The Armagh hatred is strong for me in this podcast. I, I love Armagh. Deeply love Armagh. And no, I don't. Can't stand it. I don't. But it's fine. Who's Kildare's main rivals? Dublin? Yeah. Um, they would be our main rivals. I don't think we're their main rivals anymore. Uh, well, the, I mean, the golden they're, 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 age of Leicester football. Uh, Calera will be Division Three by the end of um, the end of this year. It seems it might not be uh, the time this goes out, though, mate. So you're you're the Hopefully list, not. So. I mean, I can tell myself. I mean, this is the very, 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 very beginning of March that we're doing this. Um, we have lost to Dublin and Derry, which you could have said was going to happen, but the loss to Cork was abysmal and they barely scraped by Clare. So what let's let's keep this GA related for, for a couple more minutes as we round this up. The Bears picking first in the draft at the time we're recording. What county would you compare the Bears to? I'm gonna See, say I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Cork. Oh, I'm gonna say it. I have to too say, big. It. I, Cork's too big for them. I go Limerick. The Bears are a huge team. Like the Bears, like historically. Yeah, that's why I go Limerick. That's why I go like they're not one of the New York teams, which is Cork and Dublin <laughs> represent the two biggest teams. You know, like um, numbers wise, you, you when you're thinking about, well, I like to know, yeah, because I suppose if you're talking in terms of not county but GAA relevance, yeah. Then I've yeah. Then Cork is probably the right one because Limerick is too big for them. I was thinking in terms of county versus their actual athletic attributes. So yeah, maybe you're right with Cork. Then yeah, that's a good shout. Mayo or the Buffalo Bills, hundred percent. Dublin are the New England Patriots. I would say, or the oh, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, and Tro- neither the Dallas Cowboys, but for years it was the New England Patriots. They, I would say Tyrone are to the Tampa just... Bay Buccaneers because they won their first summer at the same time the Bucs won theirs and then they came back there and won it again. That laid well poorly though this year because the Bucs are going to be so relevant without the Bucs had a Tyrone had a great decade back in the day where they won Flea of course. Um, we should do another podcast on this actually. Funnily Let's come enough, back and do another podcast. Funnily now. enough the Cardinals are Kildare. <laughs> I've always maintained that my the way that Are they though? Oh, 100%. It's like, there's no success. They're an underdog. They're a small market. And sometimes they get a bit of respect, but a lot of the times they blow that respect very fast. And uh, yeah, complete a regular... Like, when I, as a fan, it feels the same supporting the Cardinals as it does supporting Kildare a lot of the time. Do you know what? You're right, because they've won two championships pre-merger. Kildare have only won the Sam Maguire in the 20s. 1928, the very, very, very first All-Ireland. What was that like for you? Does your dad tell you what it was like? Yeah, or was it was it, was it a good cracker? God, God forgive me, that's so bad. <laughs> it's um, a proper dad joke. <laughs> it's, it's awful, isn't it? I'm starting to feel my age here. Um, hopefully you win it at some point. I'd rather you boys win it than Dublin. I'm only joking, thanks, because Leinster's are high. Like, so we have the stats for both the Republic and NI here, right? So 
Lanster, like 70% of our listeners listen from Lanster. So big up to everybody from Lanster, especially big up to everyone listening to this podcast. But um, have you any final words to say on what can only be described as a, a legendary GEA podcast with the NFL? I hope, we may, uh, I hope we do more like them because in the off season, I, d- I definitely think, look, the, the top process behind doing the podcast was also we're from Ireland at the end of the day. You know, we yeah. can look at the NFL at a different point of view than most people can. And I am excited. I don't know if maybe you're listening to this podcast. This has already been done. I want to see how these um, teams do on Twitter. I'd say we should get some feedback from people that are thinking we're absolutely bonkers for doing this idea in the first place or for picking the players that we did. And also for anybody that's listened through and maybe you're more of a rugby lad or whatever, rugby gal, or you you enjoy soccer as well, we will try and uh, maybe do that. If not this off-season, we will try and do it next next off-season because I know um, we've obviously we actually had a couple of Ulster players in Belfast do our live show for the rugby so uh, leave it with us and we'll see what we can do especially if we win the World Cup in September and there, there might not be a podcast for about six weeks so that happens Anywho, I have tickets to the group stages and I don't know how I'm going to divvy it up between um, have you actually? yeah I bought them actually in 2021 that's what how long ago it? I bought them uh, I think it's the last couple of weeks in September through October could be good for the London games, so sounds like you're not going. A, it, all the games are on a Saturday, so it could be uh, flying from. Aye, we Paris get the Euro started. London. Get yeah, the Euro started. We got. But the thing, the thing that's going to happen to us is we'll get to the quarterfinal, and then it'll it'll get serious. But that's that's for a different podcast for a different sport. Mark uh, at Hogan NFL, I'm led to believe at Michael underscore NFL. Uh, you can follow me. Kevin McKeel is at McKeel at PFI. You can also follow us on all socials at NFL Ireland. Chat to you soon.